Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. This is episode 55 and I'm really excited about this one. I think I say that every single week, but I truly am always excited for a new episode. I'm really excited for today's episode because we are talking about all things organic marketing and why it is so imperative that you take this seriously if you have a product e-commerce business, subscription box business today. Um, Organic marketing is something that most e-commerce businesses or most people don't actually leverage. So many product-based businesses don't know how to get to customers or traffic without paying for it. So I'm talking about advertisements, Facebook ads, Google ads, Pinterest ads. Um, What else is there? pretty much any ads on any platform. They rely on that because they don't know how to get traffic or customers uh, otherwise. And my entire, everything I teach people for product-based business owners is actually how to get traffic, how to get customers without using a penny of advertising. Advertising. So I am thrilled to be doing this episode. This is something that I really should have done like six months ago. Um, when all the new iOS changes were coming out and rolling out and people are just going crazy over Facebook ads not working all of a sudden. So I'm excited for this episode. So this is going to be a long one. I'm going to I'm gonna prep you and it actually ended up maybe being two episodes because I have a lot to share. And yeah, so grab a coffee, grab a huge wine because this is going to be a really good episode. All right, guys, let's get started. So organic marketing versus paid advertising. You might be first wondering why, like what is organic marketing? Basically what organic marketing or organic traffic is, is traffic or customers or leads that's coming to you for free, basically. And I'm going to go into all the things you can do to get traffic for free without paying for advertisements. But for now, I just want you to be be aware of why you need to be implementing strategies to get free traffic and not ever rely solely on advertising. I've had a lot of people that have come to me lately, their businesses are quite big, like they have 500 subscription box subscribers, 800 subscription subscribers, a thousand. And they're like, Carrie, now that Facebook isn't working very well anymore, I'm not getting sales. My sales have plummeted. What 
Like, what do I do? And fortunately, that is what I teach people. My entire like approach with marketing and customer acquisition and getting sales is all based around organic marketing, which is amazing because you should know how to get customers for free before you're ever using ads. That is how I would advise clients. That's how I advise my students. Um, there's nothing wrong with doing ads, but you never should be dependent on one place to get customers. And if you are, you're setting your business up for potential catastrophe. And that is what people are seeing today. 2021, um, the year of, well, it's, I think it has, I think the iOS, the Apple iOS changes were rolled out. I want to say they were rolled out the end of 2020. I'm not 100% sure. They were either rolled out end of 2020 or beginning of 2021. It's iOS 14. Um, and that's basically the the change that... So basically, here's here's what happened. So through Apple's iOS platform, companies use people's like app data to serve them personalized advertisements. So you know when you're scrolling through things, you get hit with ads all the time. And you're kind of like, how do they know that I was searching for that, right? It's because they they know. They have all these tracker things. I'm not sure the technical word for it. Um, so previously, before the iOS 14 change, you didn't have to get a user's permission to basically g- make advertising on their pages. Um, they would download an app and the basically the app developer or the publisher and any advertisers uh, with with which the developer is affiliated would get access to that user's information. And so now with the new iOS 14 update, people need to opt in to basically get those ads. Like you have to say, yes, I want to receive advertisements. And basically almost everyone is not opting in. (laughs) Like I don't have the exact stats in front of me, but I want to say before I read that like 4% of iPhone users actually opted in and said, yes, I want to give away my information. Yes, I want to, you know, give away all this data. Um, Most people are not opting in. And so now basically all those ads that used to work really well, like these targeted personalized ads are not quite working anymore. Um, So it's changed the game. It's changed the game. And and if anyone's listening that is a Facebook ads expert, you're probably going to like criticize how I just described that. I I want to give this information in the least techie language possible. So if I if it's if I said something wrong, just, you know, feel free to shout at me. But I know with this type of information, it's it's like very tech heavy. And I want to explain it in a way that's just kind of simple, like kind of just easy to understand. Basically, before your information was like public for advertisers, and now it's not. That's kind of, that's the easiest way to understand. Now people have to opt in um, on their iPhone to give away your information. So now people aren't able to target you with ads as they were before. So if you are a product-based business and you have been relying heavily on advertising, you might be having some troubles now. You might be having trouble getting customers. You might be having trouble with your ads. So that is why it has never been more important ever really in the history of e-commerce, which actually isn't that long, um, to be leveraging organic marketing strategies. And so that, again, is my secret sauce. My course, the Slay and Scale Product Academy, is going to be relaunch- or opening the doors 
again the third week or the second week in November. And I, if you, you know, you're listening to the podcast or you, you're on my email list, check out my course. It's all about organic marketing and sales. Basically, I teach you everything I know. I teach you everything I've learned in the last six years of having product-based businesses, managing product-based businesses, marketing, consulting, working with clients, working with students. Everything I've learned is based on how to get customers for free without using a penny of advertising. And so in my course, we dive deep into all the ways, all the customer acquisition ways to get customers that do not rely on ads. And so I really, and I'm saying this from a place of love, I really encourage you and invite you to learn ways to get customers for free. And that is what I teach in my Slay and Scale Product Academy course. So again, um, I'll probably talk a little bit about the course at the end of the episode just because it's it's never been more important. And so whether you take my course or you find free resources on Google, whatever works for you is is great, but I have to I have to remind you that I do have a course that will teach all of the organic marketing because it's it's so important and I see so many businesses struggling right now because they don't know how to get customers for free. They only use advertising and now their ads aren't working or they're, you know, they're just not as effective as they were before. So, and again, if you're someone who's using ads and your ads are working great, that's great. Like I'm, I have nothing against ads. My point here is that if you're, if you're solely relying on ads to get customers and you're not really getting them elsewhere, then you're setting yourself up for disaster. The best case scenario here is that you learn the organic approaches and you implement those and you get customers for free and you do ads at some point. Like that's kind of the best case scenario, but you need to be able to get customers organically. So that's kind of the skinny on the the iOS update and how it affects you. Basically, like I said um, before this update, basically you're in when when you downloaded an app or you have an iPhone or whatever, um, the advertisers were able to target you with personalized ads based on your information that you are basically giving out. And now basically with the new iOS 14 update, you have to opt in to give out that information. And basically most people are not opting in. So like I said, I don't have specific stats on this, but somewhere that recently I read that like only 4% of iPhone users actually opt in. So you can now imagine there are a ton of people that are not giving away their information, making making it extremely difficult for companies to deliver targeted ads, right? Um, it's it's pretty crazy. So basically, what why this is important for you, again, um, you've got to have some strategies for organic marketing, right? Um, you should never be relying on one thing. So what does that mean, right? What what does that mean for you as a business owner? It means you have to rely on organic marketing. And so organic just means like free, native. Um, it's coming to you without like, yes, you have to work for organic marketing. It's not, it's not free. Like you have to use your time and you have to understand marketing, but you don't have to pay for ads, you know? And especially if you're someone who doesn't actually know how to do ads, then you're going to be able to use all that money that you've probably threw down the toilet on ads that were not working and now use them towards other things, content marketing and other things. So basically the point here is 
you know, you can't control what people like Apple are going to do, or you can't control what people are like Facebook are going to do or all these social media channels. But here's what you can control. You can control your own digital presence through organic marketing, right? You can create your own content you can have your own website. You can grow your email list. You can optimize your website so people find you on Google for free, right? You're able to do all this stuff and attract those 100 million iPhone users who are now basically going to Google and searching for things, searching for products, searching for information, and they're not going to be shown personalized ads anymore, or, you know, some of them will, but for the most part, that stuff is no longer as big as it was. And so now when people are searching for things, your content will show up if you do the things that I'm going to share in this episode. So that's kind of like a quick and maybe not so articulate (laughs) explanation of the iOS update and how it affects you. Like it affects, if you're a product business owner, it affects you in a massive way if you are relying mainly on advertisements to get customers. So let's talk about organic marketing. And so like I said, this is my secret sauce. I had my product-based business, the Dapper Dog Box. I grew that from zero customers um, zero, nothing. I grew it. I started it at my kitchen table in Southern California in 2016. And I literally grew that business to multi six figures of revenue per year, um, in two and a half years. I didn't rely on ads. Um, you know, my, my efforts were through organic channels, which I'm going to talk about today. And so that is what I know. That is what I teach. Um, I, If you take any of my courses or, or any of my one-on-one client work, I never tell you, go do ads. Um, again, I have nothing against ads. And at some point, yes, you need to do ads to scale, right? But you need to build that foundation first. And you need to understand how to get customers through other channels before you should ever really be doing advertisements. So again, this is really like my bread and butter. And I'm really excited to be able to share more about this because I am going to be talking more about organic marketing and how to get organic traffic because it's there. It's never been more important than it is today. So let's kind of dive into what that looks like for your business. So Organic marketing, again, is like free, free ways to get people on your website or on your blog or um, getting aware of your product. So I'm going to talk about a few of them. I'll just probably list off a few now and then I'll probably start talking about them. And then depending on how much I'm talking here, I might split this into two episodes. We'll see. So organic marketing. And again, you might say, well, that's not marketing, but I'm going to just give you organic, like here are some ways to get free traffic and customers. So website optimization and SEO. This is like number one. This is a no brainer. And we're going to be talking about this. Um, Two, content creation. And no, I don't mean Instagram. I mean, content creation that will help bring organic traffic. That is going to be a blog post. Um, or YouTube video. I will say like podcast episode, but I'm not going to say podcast because it's not quite as searchable. But a blog post or YouTube video are the most searchable things. So content creation in a long form content. Um, Social media. This is a given. Um, You want to have at least one social channel that you are very active on. Um, email marketing. So email marketing and list building. Again, this is a no brainer. You need to be growing your email list. 
Um, what else is there? Things like affiliate marketing. So affiliate marketing, you do pay for, but I'm going to probably mention it briefly because affiliate marketing is, you know, you don't pay someone a commission on something until, until you get a sale. So for that reason, I'm going to include this as an organic marketing, but some may argue with me that that's not organic, but that's okay. Um, it's not, you're not paying for it upfront. So in my head, I want to mention organic, um, affiliate marketing and then just things like your customer loyalty. What are you doing to keep your customers over time? What are you doing to get your customers to spend more money with you? Right? So that would be something like, um, customer loyalty or customer referral plans. And then probably the last thing I'll talk about is things like local local marketing-ish. So how can you kind of leverage your local areas to get customers and sales and traffic? So all right, guys, let's kind of start from the top. So when it comes to organic marketing, the, the number one thing you want to do is optimize your website. So like I said, I could create, and maybe I will, maybe I will literally use this episode and just create like a, a series, like organic marketing, the, the the series, and I'll just do like six episodes and every episode will have each one of these topics completely like mapped out. So if you're interested in that, definitely send me an, a DM on Instagram because I, I definitely like to know what you guys want me to talk about more and what you're what you're loving. So if you do like that idea, hit me up on Instagram and just say yes, we would love like a really detailed six episode um, series on organic marketing. Because of course, like I am a marketing nerd. And this, this is stuff that I literally geek out over. I could talk about this all day long. And I absolutely love it. So Okay, the first thing is website optimization and SEO. So while I'm not going to go like super, super deep on all of these, I just want to talk a little bit about each one. So when it comes to website optimization, you have to rely on SEO. So search engine optimization. So just to give you like how to talk about this in a non-techie way, because again, like I'm using all these acronyms and you're probably like, what the hell is SEO? So SEO is search engine optimization. And so when it comes to your website, the way that you want to think about SEO or search engine optimization is, are you making your website, are you making it easy for Google to figure out what you sell? So when a customer goes to Google and they search for, you know, um, I don't know why I'm keep talking about pizza. I feel like I've mentioned I've given like three examples on different things today, all about pizza. I must have pizza on my mind. I don't know. But if say you sell like natural wood pizza rollers, I don't even know if that's a real thing, honestly. I don't even know why I came up with that weird example. Um, say you make organic <laughs> organic wood. Is that even a thing? Organic wood? I don't know. Say you make organic pizza rollers, whatever. Um, you make organic pizza rollers. And so when someone goes to Google and they search for organic pizza roller, if that's even literally a thing, then you want your product to come up at the top on page one, right? And you'll be able to do that by multiple ways. And let's just keep it super simple here. Um, one of the ways that you'll be able to get your website or your product page featured on page one or page two when someone searches for that keyword is by something called optimizing it with keywords. And that's kind of the most simplified version to say it, optimizing it with keywords. So the first thing is you have to understand what people are searching for. So if you sell an organic pizza roller and people actually go to Google and they search for 
Um, they just search for something different. You might have a hard time getting people to find you. You know, you have to make sure that you understand the words that people search for. I feel like I need to drop this organic pizza roller because I really don't think that's actually a thing and it doesn't make any sense in my head now. <laughs> um, okay. I'll use the word like dog toys because that's that's one of my um, clients is a pet dog toy company and they make super cute plush toys. So they make... Um, trendy and plush dog toys, right? So if I know that people go to Google and search for cute and trendy, like trendy, modern, plush dog toys, then their stuff will show up at some point, right? And that is how you get free traffic is when you optimize your website with keywords and you put those keywords on all of your website pages. So there's things like the title. So if you open, if you if you have a Shopify store, okay, you go to that um, Shopify store and you open up your different product pages. At the bottom of that page is going to be something called um, search engine preview, and that's where you want to have the title and the description that describe your product. But you have to describe it in a way that your people are actually searching for. So if I know that customers go to Google and search for, you know, cute plush dog toys or like modern plush dog toys, or maybe they search for durable and trendy dog toys. That's the kind of words that I want to put on my website, on my product pages. So you have to really understand SEO and you have to understand keywords. So the most important thing is that you're putting those keywords on your product pages and then in any of the SEO parts of your website. So again, inside Shopify, there'll be different places. And if you're not sure where that is, you can literally go to Shopify and just Google, where do I put keywords? Where do I put SEO keywords? And you'll find a lot of resources in there. You can always, um, I feel like I have multiple SEO episodes on the podcast as well in my earlier, um, when I first launched last year. But I will be doing more episodes on SEO because it's extremely important and I want you guys to really be able to leverage it. And like I mentioned, in my Slay and Scale Product Academy course, we dive deep into SEO. So I in one entire module is all on SEO and how to do all the things that I'm telling you. So again, um, I, I would highly, and I'm not saying highly, I would strongly encourage you to check out the course, the Slay and Scale Product Academy. I will link it in the notes below, but definitely check it out. It's the course is going to be a game changer for you. I promise you. So with um, so in the Slay and Scale Project Academy course, we really cover all of these things that I'm referring to. So I, I definitely encourage you to check it out. So for SEO, again, for your website optimization, you just want to kind of in a really simple way, you want to understand first what people are searching for. And then you want to put those keywords into your website on all of those SEO sections. So keyword, I'm sorry, your titles of your pages and something called your meta description, M-E-T-A description. And again, if you're not sure where to find those, you can literally just go to Shopify and search for it and you'll figure out where you can put those. Um, but that's going to be the easiest way to what we call optimize your website. There's other things that you can do. I'm not going to go into every single thing that you can do, but I want to really, um, I want to really encourage you to spend some time making sure that your website and your product pages all have that optimization. So like one more reminder is the titles of the pages, you want to include your keywords. So again, if you are a, um, dog toy company 
and you specialize in plush dog toys, you would want that plush dog toys in the title of your website or on your product pages. Then you might have like a a dash or a line and it might say, and then you might have your company name. Um, If there's something else, like I know one of my clients makes um, hair scrunchies. So she might have something like modern and trendy hair scrunchies for women. And then she would have her brand name. So it can be something simple. But the first thing is you you really want to know what people are searching for. Um, and if if you're like, you know what, that's too complicated for me. I, I feel like I know what people are searching for. Then do your best and guesstimate what that is and put, just make sure you have something in those titles. I see so many websites where they just have no information in those pages and it's not going to help you show up in Google, honestly. So um, you really want to, to leverage that. So another thing that you can do for, um, for, for SEO, and it's also an SEO tactic is, is content creation. So when it comes to content creation, blogging and YouTube are going to be the top two. So you can spend all day on Instagram. You can have 100 million followers. And do you want to know what? That does not help you show up on Google. And most search starts on Google. Most people that have a question or need information or want to find something, um, they're going to Google and they're searching for it. And again, you could have a million followers and your stuff isn't going to show up on Google. Like you, if you search for your name, you, you know, the Instagram page will show up. But if you are a, let's, I'm going to give a different example that is not a pizza roller. That was the worst example. <laughs> um, say you, um, I'm trying to think of an example of something I have in my office. Okay. I have a thing of hot sauce here. So I make small batch, um, ghost pepper hot sauce, right? Um, and someone goes to Google and they're searching for, you know, ghost pepper hot sauce to buy or something like that. Ghost pepper hot sauce. You know, you want you want your stuff to show up on Google, you know? And again, with Instagram, it only gets you so far. Um, Instagram does not have that searchability that crosses over into Google. So you have to create content. And so if you are a, if you make hot sauce, like you're a hot sauce subscription box, for example, and you create all these different blog posts on just different things about hot sauce, like the 10 best types of hot sauce for a burger, or maybe you have an article that is like, you know, you want to create things for like food recipes. Um, if you're a hot sauce company, maybe like how you get your ingredients, things like that. And then when someone goes to Google and they're searching for, you know, hot sauce, um, hot sauce um, recipes or like, you know, um, ingredients for our, a specific thing or like the best hot sauces or the best the best gifts for my husband or something for, for Christmas. Um, that stuff will help you, right? Creating content is going to help you show up on Google. So I talk about this example all the time, but for the Dapper Dog Box, you know, one of my content pillars was golden doodles. 
and I had a lot I created a lot of blog content around golden doodles because my audience was someone who either had a golden doodle or wanted a golden doodle and they would go to Google and search for different things around golden doodles. So I did when I had my business for about a year, I started to get into SEO and I did a lot of keyword research and I figured out that there was like this little pocket of opportunity and that's exactly what you need. You need to have a pocket of opportunity and I don't want to go into too much detail about that because it will just confuse you and then you won't take action. Um, But my pocket of opportunity was essentially that there was a lot of people searching for um, a specific like toys for golden doodles, the best toys for golden doodles or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. There was a lot of people that were searching for that, but there wasn't a lot of content out there about it. And so I wrote an article called, I don't know, seven or eight or 10 best toys for golden doodles. And slowly but surely, my blog post was ranked number one for that search term, like best dog toys for golden doodles. It was ranked number one for that. And It brought in close to 20,000 website visitors for one year. And so when I sold my subscription box business, I basically, the new owners took the blog down. I think it was because it was on HubSpot and it was like $200 a month and they probably just didn't want to pay for it. I don't know why. But they took the blog down and they, and, you know, over time they created their own one on Shopify. But when I started working for one of my clients, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try out that same blog post. So I kind of like replicated the the idea of the blog. I didn't, I didn't have the blog anymore because the new owners took it down. So I created the new blog post and surely enough, my client, um, I think now they're ranked number two. I think someone else has taken the spot for number one. But my client, ha- we did the same blog post for them and they were ranked number one for the last two years. And last year, that blog post brought in 20,000 website visitors, 20,000 website visitors for one blog post. That is the power of blogging. So many people are like, oh, blogging is dead. Email marketing's dead. And they spend all day on Instagram and they wonder why their business isn't growing. And that is why when you have that attitude of like, blogging doesn't work. What would I blog about? you know, email marketing doesn't work. What do I send my, what do I send my audience? Like that kind of um, attitude isn't going to help you, you know? And I, and I, my, my business is proof that blogging does work, you know? And same for my client, my client, we create three to four blogs per month and we push everything out to Pinterest and Pinterest, you know, we have like half a million monthly views on Pinterest. And during the holiday season, it gets, it gets like to 800,000. Um, and we drive an insane amount of traffic from Pinterest and organic from Google, but we drive crazy traffic from Pinterest. And it's all because of blog content, you know, Instagram, like everyone loves Instagram, but literally, like that will not help your like at some point you're not if you're not doing anything else, it's kind of the same as advertising. I feel about Instagram, people put all their eggs in one Instagram bucket, and then they wonder why their business isn't growing fast enough, or they grow it and they're, you know, at some point there's like a cap because their Instagram account now isn't growing. So that is kind of the power here behind organic traffic. So blogging will help you more than you could ever know. But you have to understand 
you have to understand a little bit about keywords and how to do keyword research. And there's lots of tools out there. Um, I will definitely refer you to, I'm going to actually pull up the episode on my phone right now, but I'm going to refer you to one of my earlier SEO episodes with the Duo Collective. They are amazing SEO people. And I'm just going to see what episode that SEO one was. I want to say it was like 14 or something. Um, I'm just going to look quickly while I am talking to you. Um, but in that episode, we dive into SEO. We talk about keywords, keyword research, um, free ways to do keyword research. Really, really good episodes. Okay, so it's episode 18, episode 19. So episode 18 is Master Your SEO for Beginners with Duo Collective Part 1. And then episode 19 is part two. So in those two episodes, we literally go into SEO, keyword research. So I advise you to go back and listen to those episodes or listen to them again. And then when I talk about keywords here, it's going to make a little bit more sense. But you want to do some keyword research and figure out what do my what are what is my audience actually searching for on Google? And then you create content kind of around that. So like I said, for the golden doodle example, my people, even though I sold, I sold a dog subscription box, right? I didn't sell golden doodles, but my ideal customer was a golden doodle owner. And so I created content around the golden doodle topic. And so when someone would go to Google and search for something with golden doodles, my blog post would show up at some point. And then they would get on my website, right? And then I would have all these different articles and blog posts around golden doodle education, you know, how to make your own dog treats, like all these different topics that a golden doodle owner would also care about. And then my pop-up will show up and say, take $5 off your first, you know, subscription box for the Depper Dog box or whatever. So blogging is a way to attract your ideal customer and get them over to your website. And then, of course, you want to get them to join your email list and things like that. So that's kind of the power behind blogging. It does work. And and if you think it does not work, it's because you're not creating the right blogs. So I'm just going to say that. (laughs) And you know, I mean that with love, but it literally means you are not creating the right content. So I'm planning to do an episode on blogging and the power of blogging and all that. One of my recent one-on-one clients was, we had one of our one-on-one calls recently and we, one of my goals for her was to like up her blogging, right? She had been blogging, but she didn't quite understand the the power behind blogging and how you have to create blogs around your ideal customer. So, you know, if you're a skincare company and you sell all natural skincare products, you want to create blog posts. They don't have to all be about skincare, but if someone cares about, if someone is going to pay good money to buy like organic you know, natural skincare, then they're going to also pay money to eat healthy and they're going to pay money to sleep better at night. They care about their health. So one of the things, so some of the things you could also write about are like women's health and, you know, how do you eat for better skin? What kind of foods should you be eating so your skin looks better? Like that is how you blog for your customer. It's not about like writing every blog post about your product. No one wants to read about that. People care about educational stuff. When you have a problem, when you're looking for something, you head over to Google and you start searching for something. And when you can create the answer to the questions that people are asking through a blog piece of content or a YouTube video, then you will get a shitload of free traffic. And if, again, if you disagree with me or you feel like it hasn't worked for you, I definitely advise, I definitely not advise you. I encourage you. I keep saying encourage. I invite you (laughs) to 
do some keyword research and you'll probably be surprised what kind of stuff your ideal customers are actually searching for. And then you can start creating some content around those things and you will get amazing traffic, especially if you then optimize it with keywords, just like your website. So every blog post should have the same thing that I told you about your website optimization. You should be adding those keywords in the title of the blog post. And you want to do like at the bottom of Shopify, it'll have a search engine listing preview where you can add a title and a meta description. And that's where you need to be really like stepping up your keywords. So The other way to get um, organic traffic, so just to do a quick recap, so far we've talked about website optimization and SEO, um, and then creating content, so blogging or YouTube. So those are going to be, like in my opinion, the the top two. Those are the top two that you should be like heavily focused on if you are trying to grow your business and you know you're just not getting a lot of traffic. If you are my one on one client. I would have you go backwards. I wouldn't say, oh, spend ads. I would literally say, how is your website optimized? And I would look and it's probably not optimized. So that's going to be the first thing that you want to do is go back, get your website up and ready and optimize it. The second thing that I would have you start working on is like creating a weekly blog post and making sure that blog post is 100% optimized. So you have lots of keywords thrown in, keywords that your ideal customer is searching about. You have the search engine listing preview done. All the images that you upload into that blog post are optimized. So that means they are titled the right way. So if you're just creating a blog post, or even on your website, honestly, um, and you're just uploading an image and, and you're not changing the title of that image, you are not optimizing it 100%. So 99.9% of people that I see do not have optimized images. So again, um, I'm just gonna, I'll give you an example. So you're writing a blog post on the 10 best superfoods for energy, okay? And you, you go to upload a picture of a strawberry. I don't even know if that is a superfood for energy, but you upload a picture of a strawberry that you that you took or that you found somewhere. And the title right now is currently called IMG324.5.jpg. That's probably like what most of your images are titled, right? And then you upload that into your website or your blog post. That is not being optimized because what happens is Google can't read your image, but they can read the title of your image. And so again, When someone searches for like the best superfoods for skin and your image is titled with the right keywords, then your your stuff will show up. So especially because a lot of people will search for Google, they search on Google, but they look at images versus the text or the web or whatever it's called. So make sure your images are optimized. That is such a huge mistake that so many people are making. And it's a really easy fix to, to not do. And I guarantee you, if you're listening, you're probably like, oh, yeah, I never I didn't even know that you should be changing the images titles. It's no one or I can't, I say title, but you could call it like an image name, whatever you want to call it. Most people have no idea that that is even a thing. So definitely don't feel bad about it. I think most people don't have any idea. Um, But once you do, and you can optimize your titles on your images, you can optimize the titles on your website, on other pages, you will see a huge difference. Like I'll give you an example. One of my one-on-one clients who launched her business only a few months ago, literally she launched her business, what's this month? October. I want to say she launched in like May. 
Um, we went through and optimized all of her website pages. And again, we, I teach you this in the Slay and Scale Product Academy. I teach you exactly what to do for SEO um, and website. We basically went in and I, we she did a bunch of keyword research. We figured out, okay, these are some of the keywords that you should be trying to rank for. And so she went into her website and added all those keywords and, and phrases into her product pages, her homepage, um, titled all of her images correctly. And then basically now she's already getting page one rankings for quite a few search terms. And she literally just launched her business a few months ago. The thing with SEO is that it's a long, it'll take a while for it to work. You know, you don't, optimize your website today. And then all of a sudden tomorrow you're showing up on Google. It can take a while. It can take months to a year, right? But the more you do now, the more it'll help you a year from now. And for your business, you should be doing things that help you in six months, one year, two years, not what's going to help me tomorrow. So her stuff is another example that if you spend the time now and you optimize your site and you have a really good routine into like website optimization or blog optimization, knowing your keywords and making sure those keywords are put everywhere, again, on your website, on your blog, then your stuff will show up on Google. It's only a matter of time. It maybe won't be next week, but it will be in a few months, six months, eight months, et cetera. So definitely take the time there and make sure that you are leveraging. This is free traffic here, people, free traffic, especially if if you're starting with the website optimization and the SEO stuff, it's literally free. I mean, you you do that now. And it will work for you. Even for my business, you know, I sold my Dapper Dog business in 2016. And um, yeah, 2016. And I started a blog the year, uh, I think it was the same year, maybe like the end of 2016. I started a blog because I wanted to start, I knew that I was going to start my own business at some point doing what I'm doing exactly right now, like teaching people how to start product-based businesses and teaching people how to grow product-based businesses. I knew I wanted to do it at some point. So I started my own website with, you know, it was like the old carriefitzgerald.com. I built it on WordPress, which was a total nightmare, by the way. I hate WordPress. Uh, <laughs> and I created a bunch of articles on like subscription box, you know, how to start a subscription box, how to start a brand for your subscription box business, like all these articles, just kind of like, you know, making sure I documented what I did and documented my process. And here's, you know, I wrote this blog post on Instagram. And I basically was just writing about how I used Instagram to get customers and, you know, how I really worked on like updating my aesthetics of my feed look really good. And anyway, so I wrote all these blog posts. And honestly, now if you search for subscription box business or subscription box brand or starting a subscription box business, honestly, you will find my blog posts all over the place. Like they literally show up on page one for a ton of different things. And I get a lot of website traffic because of those blogs I wrote a couple of years ago. So you have to be okay with putting in work today that does not, that will not help you tomorrow. But the sooner you do it, you will get results quite quick, honestly. Like my client is a great example. Within a few months, she's already ranking, you know, page one, page two of Google for things. It's 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 crazy. So anyway, um, content creation and website optimization work like a charm. 
All right, guys, um, let's dive in to I'm just looking at the time. and I know this is already a long episode. You know what? I'm going to um, snip this episode and we're going to have the rest of it next week. So part two of organic marketing. So like I said, at the end of this episode, we are going to, going to do part two of this episode on uh, next week, just because this episode was really long and I don't want to feel like I have to rush through. I think this is a really important topic and I've been waiting for a while to actually do this episode and I want to give it justice and I want to be able to just to give you a lot of information that doesn't feel like you're, you know, I don't want to make you sit through an hour and a half long podcast episode. That is not okay. <laughs> so um, we are going to do the rest of it next week. So I will see you guys next week and thank you so much. And also, if you've not signed up for my five day explode your reels challenge. You can click the link in the show notes and sign up for that. It's going to be absolutely amazing. It is. It starts November 8th. It is five days of basically everything that you need to know to use reels, create reels, mistakes not to make. Um, and by the end of the five days, you'll actually have a month's worth of reels planned out. Like, Can you imagine? So you can sign up below. The link is in the show notes and I hope to see you in there. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.